Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. The one that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode number 128. Will I ever get through this? It's my intention to get you to believe with confidence that you can trust God to help you get through even the worst day of your life. And if you're still not convinced after this show, then I invite you to register for my free masterclass, Why You Can Trust God to Show You How to Get Through Hard Times. You can register at soulh2o.com slash masterclass. In it, I'll share some of the lessons I've learned and how you can apply them to your life. I'll tell you a bit more about the masterclass at the end of the show. Our inbox talk for this week comes from a girl in Western Canada who wrote to say that listening to episode 127, God Knows How to Get You Where You Need to Be, was like having a V8 moment. She felt blessed and challenged by the reminder that she said she needed to hear God wants her to keep moving. Thanks so much for taking the time to write us and let us know. Take time to download one of the Soul H2O journal pages during the first Music Pick song to help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 128. After the first Music Pick song, we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion. But for now... I want you to listen to a song that will help you to get through hard times. Here's Dan Bremness, a fellow Canadian, singing Hold You Tight. You walk, you run, hold you tight. Years ago, what feels like decades ago now, I'd begun getting a very busy speaking schedule and often had days planned of back-to-back ministry. One time like this, on a Friday night, I was running a Women in Music and Media event, or WIM as we called it, at the Crossroads Centre in Burlington, Ontario, with my sweet friend Anne Maines, co-host of A Better Us Marriage Show, and episode 35, Comfort Shared Guest. But then, on the Saturday, I was booked at a church in Leamington for a Woman's Day Apart, and uh, my part started in the afternoon. All would have been fine, but during my preaching at the WIM event, my voice started to crack, and then I started having this weird sensation in my throat. My voice progressively got weaker. By the end of the message, I could hardly speak. By the time cleanup was done, I had but a squeak. I drove home, praying for healing with worship music blaring, but not singing out loud, of course. No matter how much I prayed, it didn't change. I should have expected such an attack because I was set to speak. The first version of this message that you're hearing now, how to get through hard times. You see, I most often get to walk out a sermon before I speak on it. So please, don't ask me to come to your church and speak on patience. Just joking, of course. 
That night driving home, I questioned if I should go straight to the hospital. Todd was away in Toronto, and I was concerned that my throat was going to close, but I didn't want to look like a hypochondriac. So I decided to just go to bed and hopefully sleep it off. As I laid down, I said one last prayer. Lord, if I need to go to the hospital, please wake me up and let me know. At around 5 a.m., I woke up out of a dead sleep and felt the Lord telling me to get to the hospital. I felt my throat closing and I could hardly breathe. I drove myself to the hospital and tried to act all calm, assuming I was probably making more of it. But as soon as I got through talking with the triage nurse, I had just sat down when they called my name. Within minutes, I had an IV and they were pouring liquid steroids down my throat. The speed of the nurses and doctors scared me. The doctors were pleased with how quickly the swelling went down after just a couple of hours, but warned me to get a lot of rest, as in sleep, and rest for my vocal cords too. But I had an event to speak at. I went home and slept. I did what I was supposed to, and I was about to call and cancel, but I prayed and I asked God, and I felt Him telling me that I was good to go and He would protect my throat. God moved in power as I spoke, and he encouraged so many women there that they could get through hard times. I was a living example of it. And today, I'm going to share with you what I helped those women to understand. I want you to know because hard times, or what I call deserts, can pop up unexpectedly. Deserts of physical, emotional, relational, financial struggles, issues with your health or deserts of fear. They can all seem to come out of nowhere. But you, girl, you can get through them. So how can I so confidently tell you that you're going to get through? Well, it's because I know God. I know He's faithful and true. I know how He's helped me get through every day that the carpet's been pulled out from under my feet. And I question, just like you do, will I ever get through this? Yes, girl. Yes, you can. I want to share with you the reason I can live with what I call in episode 119, that doggy-on-a-bone tenacity and get through difficult times. If I could put it in one succinct sentence, I'd have to say, the reason I can get through hard times is because I know God restores. I confidently believe God is going to restore the things that I've lost, and I know that He wants to do the same for you. Have you ever lost anything or had your house broken into? Had anyone steal something from you? When I was about 22 years old, our home was broken into. The robber kept coming in and stealing food. I seriously thought I was losing it. I would know that I just bought groceries and go to have lunch, but the soup can I wanted was missing for some reason. At first, I assumed someone else had eaten it, but then it got crazy. One day after being away for a few days, I went into the Lazy Susan and there was just a couple things left. Like, Two things in what had been a fully stocked or should I say restocked kitchen. The cupboards were left almost bare. My favorite green leather coat was gone. Then in the bedroom, our loony bank was broken and empty. Now, for all of you outside of Canada, that's like a piggy bank that we use to store our loonies and now toonies in. Loonies are $1 coins and toonies are, yep, you guessed it, $2 coins. 
About $200 had been accumulating to save for a vacation and was gone, vanished. Random things were missing. And then I realized the thief took some really personal items of mine that weren't out in the open and easily found. It creeped me out. Having something stolen from you leaves you feeling violated and in fear of them coming back, afraid they'll be able to take from you again. Israel is a nation that knows what it's like to have things taken from them. Countless times they've had invaders take over and control their country. They were booted out of their country, exiled to Babylon and Assyria, and then allowed to go back but under the rule of other nations. Then in about 163 CE, or 163 AD for those over 40, just about 130 years after Jesus, the Romans took over total control of the land and slaughtered thousands of Israelis. In fear, many Jews ran away, but all Jews were exiled from the area and killed if they returned. Jewish people scattered all over the globe to find safety, That was until 1948. I'm sure that in these decades, uh, actually centuries, of scattering that included the Holocaust, at least one of the Jewish people asked, will I ever get through this? It's unfathomable to me how the Hebrews remained a people group without their land for centuries. But on May 14, 1948, God restored them as a nation in their own land for the first time since 720 BC, or BCE for you youngins. So they were out of their land for about 1,812 years and not even considered a nation for about 2,668 years. This would be impossible to happen for them to become a nation again if it weren't for the promises of God and the prayers of the people recorded in Psalm 126 by Ezra or one of the other prophets in his day. The people had been crying out, Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. And he did. So if you've had something taken from you, don't lose hope. Reject fear. Call out to God and trust him to restore your fortunes because he has proved himself faithful before. And you, girlfriend, can get through it. You brought me to the When you think of winter, you think of cups of cocoa, trips to the Caribbean, or long naps by the fireplace. With My Joy Radio app, you can enjoy everything you love about winter while staying tuned to everything you need. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream. Get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered to your smartphone or download them ahead for offline listening. Be uplifted while discovering what winter has to offer. My Joy Radio app, available now. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. The prayers of Jewish people recorded in Psalm 126 were the seedbed for Israel getting back into their land after the Babylonian and Assyrian invasions. 
I'm so thankful that Ezra or one of the other prophets in his day took the time to record these prayers and other ones like Psalm 137. But I don't think that they were just for people in his day to pray. I know that Jews everywhere have continued to pray Psalm 126 over their nation and families right up to today. They continue to pray this because not all are back in Israel and not all have experienced the restoration of all their fortunes as an heir of Abraham, one of the richest men who's ever walked the planet. They continue to make this cry for their land and their families until they see Psalm 126 completely fulfilled. I believe it's because of their confident trust in a God who restores that have allowed God's promises for their nation to come to pass. I think we'd be wise to take a deep dive into this portion of scripture and see how a nation of people have been able to get through difficult days with faith in God. So let's read this short little psalm that was recorded when some of the Israelites first came back to their land in Ezra's time. A psalm that's often called a song of ascents. But don't worry, I'm not going to sing it for you. The people had been crying out, Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. And he did. But what is the Negev or Negev? This Hebrew word is translated as south or desert. The root word in Hebrew for Negev can be translated as dry or parched. Israeli people use the word Negev interchangeably for the words desert or wilderness because the south is a big desert land or some say wilderness. The Negev is a rocky desert that covers over half of Israel. So what does this mean for God to restore like streams in the desert? a place where water is in such short supply. How do the people keep up their faith in such difficult, dry times? I love the voice translation of Zechariah 9 verse 12 that says, Return to your walled cities, safe and secure, O hostage of hope. I announce today that I will restore to you twice as much as what was taken. God's word through Zechariah, a contemporary of Ezra, was to call the people hostages of hope. I love the word picture of this. They were so sure that God would save them that they were held captive to hope. So how can you and I become hostages of hope and not keep questioning if you're going to make it through? You need to live in a steadfast trust, knowing that God is going to restore. Let's learn from the Israelites on how to do this. Psalm 126 starts off saying, When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy, and then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. Now, I've seen some people who only sow tears their whole life through and never seem to reap songs of joy. You don't want to be like them. Girls, you can be broken with tears streaming down your face, but you 
need to still carry on and plant. There needs to be good fruit coming from your life, no matter what you're going through. Jeremiah 17, 7 to 8 says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought, hello desert, and never fails to bear fruit. No matter how dry your desert, God can help you sow good into other people's lives that will in turn bless you. One of my favorite verses is in Hebrews 10, 39. It says, But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. We don't give up, play the victim, or back down. We get our big girl panties on and keep on going because we know God is keeping score. And either on this side of heaven or there, he's going to restore. God not only restores land, he restores your soul wounds from the past, your sense of self-worth, your identity. He restores what you've lost or what's been taken from you. So how can you ensure you reap songs of joy and are filled with laughter? Keep moving forward like a hostage of hope and believe that God restores. The problems happen when you are sowing tears, not sowing in tears. There's a big difference. If you're not from a farming background, let me also explain that sheaves are the big bundles of wheat gathered together on the field and bound together in bunches. The psalmist here is talking about a harvest. Deserts will come and the enemy will steal things from you. But don't just sit back and take it. Keep sowing kindness, even in tears, and God will restore. And girl, you're going to get through it. I hope you've been encouraged that you will get through this. I know it's possible to live with deep confidence that God restores. This confidence will strengthen you and help you get through even the worst day of your life. If you're still not convinced after this show, or if you feel that this show has helped you, but you'd love a little more encouragement, then I invite you to join me for my free masterclass, Why You Can Trust God to Show You How to Get Through Hard Times. In it, I'll share some of the lessons I've learned and how you can apply them to your own life. Candidly, I'll let you in on some of the scriptures and principles God's used to help me get through to the good that he has for me. I've seen him restore so much and I want to see the same happen for you. Register at soulh2o.com slash masterclass. That's soulh2o.com slash masterclass. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 128. Will I ever get through this? Make sure to check out the show notes for scripture graphics, links to related shows or devotions, the How to Get Through Hard Times Masterclass registration link, or anything else mentioned in the show at soulh2o.com slash 128. 
I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Let me close and speak Isaiah 5811 over you. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.